0: Uh, welcome back. In this hour, Al, we mm-hmm. will be naming some pigeons. There were a lot of pigeons in the game last night, especially oh. in the second half. Oh. And also in uh, in this hour, we're gonna, we'll are going to we feature for you the terrific performance by Jalen Hurts. He was unbelievable. In a losing uh, uh, effort, but he was just spectacular. He was unbelievable. And it is just so unfair how that all played out. But we turn now to true experts. Who, by the way, was brilliant in the post-game show on NBC Sports Philadelphia as yep. well. A good friend, Ray Dittiger. Hi, Ray. Hi, Ange. So, Ray, you came back for this,
1: <laughs>
0: you know, Ray? You were so close. <laughs> you
1: know how many? You know how many times I thought that.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm going. My God. And then, so I, I look. You also have done a phenomenal job with the Eagles encyclopedia. Is it safe to say one day after that loss? It is one of the five worst in the history of the Philadelphia Eagles.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Huh? <laughs> oh yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't even have to think long or hard about that. It <laughs> is right. because I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, you think of the extremes here. I mean, if they had, if they had won last night, and they should have won. Okay, they should have won. Um, we would be sitting here today saying this was the greatest season and the greatest team in Eagles history. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, you would have. I mean, you, they, they won the most games, they scored the most points, they scored the most touchdowns. Uh, I mean, it, this team accomplished things this year that no other team in the history of the franchise had done, and then they capped it off by winning the championship. And we'd be sitting here today saying this was the greatest Eagles season ever, but well, you can't say that now. I mean, you can't say that now. Now it just goes down into the other category, which is one of the greatest disappointments.
0: Yeah. So I, we, you know, here at WIP, especially this show, Ray. We are not happy till we have placed the blame. And Mm -hmm. the number one person receiving the blame today is defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannett. Do you agree that he deserves the most blame?
1: A lot of it. A lot of it. And it's you know, it for a season that was as successful as it was on so many levels. Um, I mean, it was he was he was criticized a lot. I mean, he was criticized more than anybody in a year when it was hard to find people to criticize. <laughs> people were able to criticize Jonathan Gannon, uh, and last night for sure. Uh, I mean, I defended him a lot during the year. I didn't necessarily love his defensive philosophy. Um, I thought he was conservative to the extreme, and I worry that somewhere down the line against a really good quarterback it was going it was going to cost them um, but last night, for sure, I mean in the second half of that game, I mean the chiefs came out, and you know nobody 's going to want to hear this but uh, Andy Reid and his coaching staff did a masterful job. They did. They really did. They They really, really did. I mean, they came out in the second half and uh, they ran ran the ball for 119 yards in the second half, uh, and Mahomes barely touched. And uh, he completes 13 out of 14 passes. I mean, they just cut you to pieces. And when that happens, it's the same players that had 70 sacks this year. It was the same players that you know were the number one pass defense in the league. But guess what? That wasn't working. So when it's not working, you've got to come up with something else. Uh, and he just didn't have a counterpunch. Right. And, you know, once once Mahomes, once Mahomes settled in the pocket and, and, under, and understood what the defense was and was able to get back on the field because in the first half he was barely on the field. But once he got on the field in the second half and got into a rhythm, then as a defense you have to adjust to what he's doing successfully, and they never did.
0: Right. Here's where it's a struggle. They were not good at stopping the run at the second half. But whenever Mahomes threw the ball, there was a wide open receiver, including two touchdowns when no one covered the receiver. How do you account for that? I mean, that's that's yeah. a coaching malpractice, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. I, I suspect that some of it had to be uh, breakdowns on the part of the personnel too. But I, I don't I don't understand uh, a lot of that. I mean, I don't understand it. Uh, typically. I, I've tried to. I thought about it a lot. and I want to go back and look at the film, and maybe I'll get a better idea. But the Chiefs, the Chiefs. One of the things the Chiefs did really well this year is, boy, they were good inside the red zone. They got inside the twenty. They they weren't kicking field goals. They were scoring touchdowns. They sc- they scored fifty touchdowns in the red zone this year, uh, which is the most in the league. Uh, and the, the the largest reason they did that was because of Kelsey. Um, Kelsey uh, led the league in, in red zone targets. He led the league in red zone catches. He led the league in red zone touchdowns. So I'm sure the Eagles' strategy going into those situations was every time the Chiefs had the ball inside the twenty, that the coverage was primarily was was bracketing on Kelsey. Everybody was worried about Kelsey, uh, and he did get one. But in the second half, the two wide open guys, uh, Moore and Tony, wide open on the edges. Uh, I thought that it was it was a function of the of the defense like keying on Kelsey to the and, and kind of ignoring everybody else, which cost them. But that it just can't happen. It, it just can't happen down there. I mean, when you're playing in that kind of a situation, that near your own goal line, you don't really play zone. I mean, you play man defense. Uh, and in that case, I mean – Everybody on defense, you should be saying, I got this guy, you got this guy. Everybody should be aware. There should be an accounting before the snap of who – Some nobody should be open. I mean, everybody should be covered. The fact that not once but twice you had guys that wide open for walk-in touchdowns is – you know it's a, break, it's, a, it's a total defensive breakdown at a time when you can't afford it.
0: Absolutely. Now, uh, interesting, we just handed me a tweet uh, Mike Sielski sent out. Apparently, Jeff Lurie was not thrilled with the Bradbury hold call either since he said to Mike, I thought we deserved to have a chance to win the game in the final couple of minutes. We had Russ Tucker on a few minutes ago, right? And he said, if the ref is not going to throw a flag on the contact Bradbury had early in the game, then he can't throw it late in the game because he's already indicated to Bradbury what he thinks is allowable. How did that happen that he didn't call the first one and they did call the second one?
1: Uh, good question. I mean, what, what Ross says there is basically what I was thinking. Um, you, you In that big a game and in that big a moment, I don't think you throw that flag. I don't. Um, was it a penalty by the rule book? Yeah. I mean even Bradbury admitted that. Bradbury said, Yeah, I grabbed a jersey and technically, yeah, that should get penalty. But I don't know, I think you have to use good I think you have to use common sense or judgment or something in that situation. And to me, a call like that, you only call it if it truly impedes the receiver. If it truly if it truly keeps the receiver from getting into his route and having a chance at the ball, if that happens, you spin the guy around, you throw him on the ground, you, you grab him, you wrap him up with if if he can't get into his route, then then that's what the that, that's when you throw the flag, but that wasn 't the case here. Did Bradbury grab him? Yeah, he grabbed him, but the guy, the guy spun off and was able to complete his route and to me, in a situation like that, if you 're the ref, you see it, but you also see the result no he didn't really keep him from come from running the pattern. So I'm not going to throw it. Certainly not in this situation. <laughs> not in this situation in the Super Bowl. Uh, so, yes, yes, it, it, you could say it was a penalty. Um, even Bradbury admitted that. But in that situation, it's not one that you call. No. Absolutely. But, 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 but having said that, you know, I disagree with the people that say, well, that cost us the game. No, no. that didn't cost you the game. I mean, uh, before that ever happened, the Kansas city chiefs had had three touchdown drives against your defense. They had three second half possessions where they went touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. That's where you lost the game. You didn't lose it on the penalty.
0: Very true. Final thing, right? True or false. The best thing about the 2022 NFL season for the Eagles is that they really, this time have found their franchise quarterback.
1: I would, I would agree with that. And that's not a bad place to start when you're trying to pick up the pieces and look ahead to next year. Um, I, I definitely think you found the guy, you know, and, and I know well it was a bitter pill last night, uh, because I mean, he did everything he could and more to win that game for you. And I'm sure he's living with that turnover, you know, the scoop and score that gave the chiefs a touchdown. Um, and there's probably a part of him that says, you know, I, I contributed to losing that game. No, what you contributed to was giving your team every chance to win a game. Uh, and, the way he, I mean, three rushing touchdowns, the uh, passes for a touchdown, uh, and that after the Chiefs come back and they take the lead, and after the long punt return, which oh God, how many times this year did we say hey, special teams are going to kill these guys sometime? Said, the special teams are going, they're going to cost them a big game somewhere. Well, guess what? They did last night. But after all of that happens, after all that happens, and your and your team is reeling. Um, you know, he comes on the field and drives your team 75 yards to the touchdown that gets you back there, completes three passes, runs for a first down, runs for a touchdown, and then fights his butt off to get into the end zone for the two-point conversion to tie the game. Um, I mean, that was that's one of the great performances in, that I've seen by an Eagles quarterback over the years. Uh, and when you think about the fact that he's just 24 and the way he's improving year to year, yeah, I mean the future is very bright with him, but you know, I think the one thing and this is I don't want to I don't want to be Mr. Downer here, but you know, there's a lot of conversation and it was on the post-game show about the young nucleus on this team and bright future and they'll be back. I think they'll be back next year. Well, everybody's every Super Bowl loser says that. Everybody, you know, that we hey, listen, we got here this year, we'll be back next year. History would tell you that isn't true. Hmm. I mean, you've had 56 Super Bowl losers. Now 57 now. Only eight of them got back to the Super Bowl the next year. It's hard to do. They, this team can do it, and I don't think the NFC is that loaded with great teams that there are a lot of teams out there better. Right now, I'd probably make the Eagles the favorite. But, boy, it's hard to get there. It's hard to get there again. Uh, and, but on the other side of it, I think they certainly have a championship quarterback, and that gives you a big leg up on doing it.
0: Ray, I don't know if you're happy you came back, but we are. You did awesome as always, Right. Thank you, my friend. Always a pleasure, Ange. Take care. Have a good day. The great Ray Dittiger. Ashley, her husband now went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Let's get her story. Hi, Ashley. Yes.
2: Hi. My husband um, drove an RV with his cousins for 38 hours to get in the game, and the ticket wasn't valid.
0: Oh, so they got they got a bootleg, and it wasn't oh, it wasn't God. a val. Oh my God, he Ashley, was. how upset is he? Uh,
2: he cried. <laughs> oh, <laughs> This has been an emotional season. Um, my brother just passed away. He was a wow. diehard Eagles fan, wow. and this
0: win just sent everything to us. I just can't, right. Ash. Uh, that is, uh, th- this is the downside of being a big fan. You know, it really is yeah. because uh, you put everything you have into it, and then they just fall apart in the second half. And no, um, yeah. I don't think anybody saw that coming until it happened. I don't think you know if you had lost on contested passes and things like that, then even your husband, who was uh, outside the stadium but couldn't get in, would at least say, well, we gave it a shot. I feel like we never really gave it a shot in the second half. We just gave it away. Handed it to the other guys.
2: Definitely. Um, and I just want to dedicate this season to my brother. Um, yep. it, it, he was everything for them. And um, we, My dad and I went to the NFC championship game, and that game was awesome.
0: Well, our condolences to you and your family, Ashley. Uh, I'm sorry we couldn't have had a, a greater ending for all of you guys. Thank you. Thanks. I
2: appreciate
0: that. All right, that's Ashley. Kenny from the Dirty 30s up. Hi, Ken. You know, everybody's been talking about, and I agree
3: 100%, that Gannon is the worst defensive uh, coordinator in the history of the Eagles <laughs> and and choking but um, like you wouldn't believe. And you know our special teams are going to bite us, and that us And that fumble by Hurts, as much as I love him, that hurt us. Um, but there's a couple other things I want to bring up that are really making me scratch my head. First off, I want to know what drug they gave Mahomes at halftime. Yeah, Really? Because right there That's at the true. end of the second quarter, he looked like he was. we weren't going to see him again. And he comes out and, like, nothing
0: happened. Did you see uh, that run in, uh, in the final drive that won the game for him, Kenny? Guys, this is a guy with uh, all these problems with his ankle. No one can catch him. They were afraid to hit him. No one could catch I don't know what they would do. No one could catch him, <laughs> Kenny. How's that, how's that happening?
3: I, I That had me, I, I was really, really curious. I would love to talk to that doctor because yeah. whatever they gave him, I want some of that because when I wake up and my back's killing me, I want to take whatever they that gave him. That helped,
4: too.
0: The long halftime,
5: yeah. they did. said help.
0: The long well, halftime help.
5: They got there more time to work They on. have one of the best trainers in the business in Rick Bricolder. Yeah, he's good. He's been there forever. I mean, he get you know, remember what he did for T.O. Yeah. to get him ready off of a broken leg back in 2005? I'm with you. I mean, yeah, he's both. really good. Whatever he did,
3: he, I mean, he must have laid hands like out of the biblical uh, days because, I mean, you saw him wincing. And then another thing, I—a crappy field, who would that favor more than anybody else?
0: Kansas Chief. City, yeah, it, no doubt. I, I,
3: I was flabbergasted. That how how can a Super Bowl, can you have a field that's that bad? And what did it do? It completely negated our pass rush. Definitely completely did. Our, and, and then I'm sitting there going, hmm. And then when you see that referee call at the end, I'm going, hmm. Hmm, maybe the script, maybe we didn't see the script about letting the Chiefs uh, have that Super Bowl.
0: Hmm. I, I will I, I say, say, Kenny, Kenny you it's, could it's, build the case for that. You could definitely build the case. Kenny, hang in there, my friend. 215 592 As you could tell, lots of your calls today. We try to get as many opinions as we can. But when we come back, we will take a minute to just, uh, we're going to go over, we have a little montage of what a great game Hurts had. Uh. All right, welcome back at uh, 823 right now after an atrocious Eagles loss mm. and a devastating end to a phenomenal season. Kyle Quinn is in today. Ava greb has got a bad uh, uh, voice. She is here, but uh, Kyle's going to do the question of the day. Yes. Kyle, we got a new one coming up. What's yep. the old
6: one? Uh, the first one's brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Armin Chevrolet is celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Find new roads. Visit ArminChevy.com to see Armin's quality certified, one-owner, low-mileage, pre-owned inventory. First question Who deserves the most blame the Eagles lost in Super Bowl 57? The defense, 74%, coaches, 22. All right, we need. isolate more
0: the coaching of the
6: defense. Yes.
0: Let's so let's it. try a second question.
6: Do you want the Eagles to bring back defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon next season? <laughs> yes or no? I thought of
0: bleep no. But <laughs> I then like Jonesy's
5: I, options. Hell I, no or no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no or hell
0: no. Uh, yeah. My answer is no. Key Jones? Hell no. Are you <laughs> thinking it over? No. Are you close on this one?
7: I know I do not want him back.
0: No. Thank you very much, Jonesy. You've made a very Clear. Al Morgani Oh, to quote Ray are absolutely not. <laughs> All right, uh, Rhea Hughes.
5: They can't bring him back I here. Can't. I mean, right. he can't come back here. Uh, hey, I, Jonathan. I,
0: I can't believe if they try, uh, uh, Kyle Quinn. Oh, he's got to go. He's got to go. I need a ninety on this place. If nine out of ten of the fans in this city, after a sixteen and four season. Do not want the defensive coordinator back. That, to me, would be a statement. Happy we, Monday. We would be making a very happy Monday. I
7: I know why Nick Sirianni was crying before the game. What? <laughs> because he knew Gannon was coming back and Steichen
0: left. Uh, that, you know what? That could be the reason, Josie. Or maybe he had already seen Gannon's game plan and he knew what was going to happen in the second half. Yes. Sir. Maybe that's it. All right, look. There is uh Al, this has not been a highly positive show. All right. But there was, despite, you know, one terrible play, a absolutely spectacular performance by your new and definite franchise quarterback, Jalen Hurts. And we wanted to take you through all of the big plays he was involved in to make thirty five points and give the Eagles a chance to win that game. Here's Hurts. Well, Jalen Hurts has been in a lot of big games, and he's made for this. In his third season,
8: starting a Super Bowl. Hurts is firing. Complete. He's got a first down. Devontae Smith up to the 40-yard line. Nothing nervous about Jalen Hurts. Steps up. He's going to run. backs back. Goes to midfield and beyond. He has another first down. Now fires over the middle and completes it. To the 15 and down to the 10. Quarterback sneak. And he's in for the touchdown. He wants AJ Brown. It's caught for the touchdown. AJ Brown he throws the ball into an area where AJ Brown can make the adjustment. 45 yards by quick fourth and five. He's gonna run the quarterback draw, and he is going to get it. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20. Great call. Hurts is gonna run and score. He lets it fly, and it is complete. Went up between two defenders. He is going deep. He's got Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith is out of bounds at the one. They push. They sneak. They're in for the touchdown. Jalen Hurts has now set a rushing record for touchdowns in a single Super Bowl. They want two. They have to go for two. Hurts is going to run. He rolls. And he is in. And we're tied. He takes it in for two. And the Eagles have tied the chase. Patrick Mahomes, the MVP this year of the league. But let me tell you something. Jalen Hurts has matched him. That, to me, spells MVP.
0: Uh, Best number I can give you on this. uh, Jalen Hurts, in his first Super Bowl, all by himself, accounted for 374 yards, Mm. three touchdowns, and a two-point conversion. Wow. That is a football game. He had 70 yards running, by far the most effective runner on the team, and he threw for 308 yards. Uh, he was phenomenal in every way. He's unstoppable. With the one bad play, he mishandled the ball. It bounced away. They got the uh, Chiefs got a great bounce. It popped right up. Guy went in for a touchdown. But the
7: most impressive part was it didn't phase him for a second on the field, and they scored again.
0: And Merrill Reese, just before, so they, they got the ball right back, and Merrill Reese said, I guarantee you, he said this on the air, he said, yeah, there will be nothing that just happened that will overlap the remainder of his performance. He will block it out entirely, and he will be refocused and ready to play. And that is, the, if there's one thing you want to take out of it that's hopeful, the fact that he was able to do that, he took that ball back, drove it right back down the field, and they scored. That's a champion. That's a guy who understands how not to let one play affect the next one. He's a phenomenal player. I am thrilled that he has emerged the way he has because he's also a guy you can really root for. Mm -hmm. He's a guy who's made of the right stuff. He is a champion waiting to happen. What he's going to need in the next couple of years is better coaching on his team, especially on the defense. Because when you go to a game, Jones, and you get 35 points Yeah, in a Super Bowl, you should expect to be up on the podium getting the Lombardi trophy. 100%. And it was not him that they didn't get it for. Don't worry about the fumble. Understand that kid kept performing all the way through to the end. And that's why what frustrates me about the call on Bradbury is you got a minute plus, no timeouts. I think you're going to get the three. Oh, I know and you're going to you get it you might that. get the seven. Yes. You're go- He's going to do it again. They weren't. I he- believed it. He would not allow himself to be stopped. And that's how you know you got the right guy. When you're saying to yourself, get me the ball in that kid's hands one more play, and the ref took it out of his hands. And that's frustrating. Very frustrating. J.D.'s up in the southwest. Hi, J.D. Hey, guys.
9: How you doing?
0: We're All awful. Right, so, uh- all right, so this is the thing. This, this call is
9: going to be dedicated completely to Jonathan Gannon. All right. All right, so one of the beautiful things about Philadelphia is we have a very high BS meter. Now, maybe this guy is one of them people that, that, that can just talk around in circles. You know, he knows how to delegate, you know, duties and make it seem like he's better than what he is. But I was worried about this guy from his opening press conference. When you come into Philadelphia and you tell people that you don't have a defensive scheme. My red flag goes up. My antenna goes off. What do you mean you don't have a defensive scheme?
4: I don't have a scheme.
9: Like, what what are you talking about? And then, you know, this guy yesterday, he coached backwards. So, okay, you mean to tell me that you're going to play zone against subpar receivers who probably have not a hard time beating man coverage all the way down the field. But then when you get in the red zone, when you have the sidelines and the end zone as a a 12th defender, You go, man, where all that confusion when you should go zone. This is simple stuff that a kid can get. People in Philadelphia know football. We are not stupid. And this guy cannot coach. He cannot coach. He had nothing to um, offset what the offense was doing. And I just want him gone, Angelo. I don't want to see him away no more.
0: J.D., everything you're saying is 100% accurate. 100% accurate. And I'm going to tell you something, all right? I'm not going to have any tolerance for the remainder of the time I'm here, which is three more shows after this, <laughs> no tolerance, J.D., for people like Elliot Shaw parks who are still going to double down telling you what a great defensive coordinator he is. The games are televised. We can see he's not. That was abysmal. It was, did you see all the open receivers, J.D.? A-
9: Angelo, you know, what, you know what kills me? We're literally going on 10-plus years of bad defensive coordinators. You're right. Since Jim Jackson left, we've had... Uh, an offensive line coach that was made a defensive coach. We've had Billy Davis. We've had we've had a a a Jim Schwartz. Now we got this guy. Yep. When you all you need to do is look at Kansas City sideline to see what you need to do when you're a young coach and you have a young staff. Hire somebody who's competent. I'm not the great. I'm not the biggest fan of um of the defensive coordinator at Kansas City but he's experienced and he knows what he's doing. All you have to do is look at Kansas City's defensive game plan with average defenders to know what a good defensive coach can do, a competent
0: defensive coach can do. You're 100% right, J.D. Good call. Jonesy, I read some tea leaves for me here. Yep. So um, what's going to happen again? I can't imagine he's, I, he's going to be considered for any head I've coaching job now. I've never seen
7: a coach yeah. promoted more <laughs>
0: yeah. for a head coaching position. Based on nothing.
7: Based on nothing that I've seen. Okay. Uh, so there, does he come back here? No, I think he gets a head coaching job. No, please,
0: You think, yeah, they, watched think they watched yesterday's game. They watch yeah. yesterday's game, and somebody's going to hire Gannon as their head coach. I, I believe he's going well, to get a head that coaching would, job. I can tell you right now, if that happens – you will see a disaster unlike any we've yeah. seen in quite a while. I look forward to seeing it. This yeah. is Urban Meyer, too. Right, that, That's what we're talking I agree, about. But I think he gets one. <laughs> there will be a train wreck. Debbie's up next for Mack. Hi, Deb.
5: Yeah, somebody hires Dan and his head coach. We need to have a small parade because he yeah. needs to go. He needs to leave. If I had had a brain aneurysm last night, Angelo, Why? all my friends would have completely understood and said, oh, yeah, this. Two walk ins where they just pranced into the end zone. Oh. I, oh. I'm beyond devastated. I really, really am. I, I, you know, Mahal, we did everything. Jalen did everything. He had a hundred and three point four passer rating. Correct. And and one freaking stop. We couldn't have one freaking stop in the in the second half. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm pissed. But I have a question. And well, I, let and me I, just I stop
0: really, you, because you gave us the passer rating for Jalen, which was terrific, one hundred and three. Um, uh, Mahomes one thirty one, one thirty one. On one leg, Deb oh. one thirty one on one leg, one thirty one, <laughs> one thirty one. No one, no one does that a Super Bowl. Mm-mm. That's like your defense did
5: not arrive to to play the game. Right. Well, and I I have a question though. You know, you talk about the defensive coach and blaming him, but I have a question for the offensive coaches. When when we were winning. And we would bleed the clock down to one second before yeah. we snapped the ball. Awesome. I get that, but when we're losing, why do we do that? We need every freaking no, second Deb, to try and yeah, win. Deb, take a lot there of was a problem
0: Struggle. there, yeah, yeah. and that hasn't been asked. I don't know, Debbie. Thank you. That's a great point. Very good. We I don't know if we're going to have excess of the coach this week, but I want to focus on that. They were so. It looked to me like the plays were coming in late, but there was a moment on the sideline. Where Sirianni flipped out Mm -hmm. at, I believe it was the wide receiver coach, because he didn't get the personnel in quickly enough. They were not, they were way too late. They ended up burning a timeout with that, which cost them dearly. And they also had a bad delay of game on third and one. That was awful.
5: Did you also enjoy the uh, big splat? play to Quez Watkins. Oh, that,
0: my God. What right, are we doing, again. Jonesy? Why Quez? I know. He's not going to catch the ball. He's not. Why are you doing that? 2-1-5, 5-9-2,
7: Schuster's not supposed to catch the ball. <laughs> when did we come back,
0: Rhea, did you detect something here that was interesting
6: I from Nick so. Sirianni? I think so, Nick
5: Sirianni when he was talking about the Eagles defense.
0: We're going to we're going to actually play this <laughs> for you. Rhea thinks she has detected a sign of uh, disaffection for for the uh, the defense in hmm. the game yesterday. Teary- All right, now uh, kind of celebration. I don't know about that. Here's what I can tell you: my schedule is this week. I'm here today. I'm here tomorrow. I am still off Wednesday because I can't do five in a row. I'm sorry, I'm old. And then Thursday and Friday, I think, will be some of that stuff. But I I don't see any of that the next couple of days because we have to process a horrific loss. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to do that, and we need time. This is out to a lot of people therapeutic. Yeah, It's not to you because you really don't care that much, <laughs> but to most people yeah. it is difficult to deal with this. Now, we played this cut earlier. Nick Sirianni is primarily involved in the offense. He works with Shane Steichen on designing the offense for the game. They had 35 points yesterday. They did okay. I've already played for you Jason Kelsey saying, I'm proud of the way the offense for, performed. These are the little tells you get when you're trying to determine if they're unhappy with what happened on the other side of the ball. Yes. Now, I played this cut, and then Rhea kept replaying it, and she thinks she has detected it. So here's Nick Sirianni after the game talking about the performance of his defense.
6: We'll have to look at the tape and, and see all the, th- all the things that went wrong. Um, but, you know, you can't give a team like that – and, and they, you know, a short field or seven points uh, off, of a, off of a turnover. So they, they have seven points off that. They the ball on the four yard line off of the punt return. But, you know, um, we'll, we'll look at it. I can't, I can't tell you exactly uh, um, this or that. Uh, but. All
0: right. Then he was asked, hold on. Then he was asked about whether they should have blitzed more. And here it comes.
6: Yeah, you know those guys are, are thinking through everything and, and talking through everything. Sure, we talk about everything on there uh, on the sideline there. And um, you know, I got a ton of trust in, in our defensive defensive staff. Like I said, they did it. They, uh, you know, give give the Chiefs credit. They uh, they had some easy they had some completions that they got the ball out quick. Uh, All
0: right, uh, Rhea, uh, you uh, isolated one uh, segment of that. Is that correct?
5: Yeah. Have Joe play the little the shortcut. All right, let's hear.
6: To give the Chiefs credit, they uh, they had some easy, they had some completions that they got the ball out quick. All right, wh- what was he they about had, to he say? He was about
5: to say they had some easy catches. They had and, all easy catches. And he goes, they had easy completions. No, he- they had
0: easy catches. When no one is within five yeah. to ten yards of you, it is an easy catch. Yeah, he caught himself two yeah. touchdowns, uncovered personnel, and there is still no logical explanation <laughs> in a Super Bowl. Where you have played 19 games in three quarters and you don't know who to cover? Now, is redesigning something so extraordinary that you don't know what to do and then you don't do it again? That's the point. You did it with <laughs> Josie. They got burned once, all right? Yep. And then what they did is they did no adjustment and got burned the next time down. Because Andy Reid had faith that these dummies didn't know how to adjust. Just watch the Chiefs' sideline uh, reaction when those oh. touchdowns
7: go in. They know it's coming now, before the ball it. is set to the quarterback. Does it's unbelievable. Does not
0: say to you the defense coaching, the coaching of Jonathan Gannon, cost the Eagles any opportunity to win the Super Bowl?
7: That's what it says. It is. It is, and that is the
0: answer. It's it's obvious. Now, Jonesy, I want you to exp- uh, think for a second. That you, at a very high price, booked passage from Tokyo, Japan, to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. You flew in on Friday after a 16-hour flight. You wanted to be here for the partying. And now you will embark on a return flight of another 16 hours at high expense. But you never got the parade. Really depressing. On the line with us is our Tokyo international correspondent, Marissa. Marissa, what are you feeling right now?
2: Angelo, I just don't know what to feel right now. I just feel like I was punched in the gut. I'm just, I'm devastated. I mean, thank you, Eagles, for a wonderful, wonderful season. And you, Angelo, thank you so much for coming in today, helping all Philadelphia fans heal during what should have been a victorious game. You know, my family and I, we love you all so much.
0: Uh, Marissa, the best way I, I deal with this is I find people to blame and then spew <laughs> hatred. Do you? Is there someone there that you feel is most responsible for what happened uh, last night?
2: I said it before, and I said it again. I am blaming Jonathan Gannon. I want him gone. I want him out. I don't even want him to visit Tokyo. He really let us down. I don't want to see him on our field come next season.
0: Hold on, Marissa. I want to make sure I, I got this correct. Are you banning Jonathan Gannon from Tokyo, Japan?
2: Yes. I don't want to see him. I don't want to talk to him. I'm like those three monkeys. You know, see no Gannon, hear no Gannon, talk no Gannon. Wow.
0: Marissa, I, I just, because, see, I react emotionally. with When receivers are wide open and they kind of walk into the end zone, that sets me off. Where were you watching the game, and what was your reaction when that was going on
2: last night? I I was at home. Uh, with my family and friends, um, huh. and we it just it I know my eagles defense, eagle uh, uh, Angela, excuse me. Um, but that was not my Eagle's defense. I, you know that it's just to let them walk to the end zone like that. I was screaming, I was yelling. I just couldn't believe what I was seeing on TV. And, you know, yeah, I know the field was like a water park, like Lada said, but he also said everyone was playing on the same field. It's just no excuse.
0: No. Marissa, I think you said it best. It felt like you got punched right in the gut, and that's what it felt like to me too. Marissa, I love you. Have a safe trip back. Don't be a stranger. You could always email me. Love talking to you.
2: Love, love talking to you thank you so much for many many great years of entertainment we will miss you
0: thank you marissa from tokyo jerry's up next hi jerry hey love the show thank uh, you, jerry. i want to talk about the defense
4: but i do want to mention associating really quickly yep <clears throat> i don't know if you saw uh, roger goodell's uh, press conference this week where at one point he said uh Officiating the NFL has never been better. Correct. So I'm hoping you guys will be giving away tickets to what I assume is the start of his stand-up tour. Um,
0: <laughs> no, no, I, Jerry. That guy in the in a world of empty suits <laughs> is the emptiest at 64 well, million dollars. The worst and I'm going to tell you, Jerry. To- one other thing. I just got to say this because I read this uh, terrific uh, media columnist, uh, Phil Mushnick. Who hates him? Oh, it's my very God. Good. And he before Rihanna did her show, he did the whole dossier, all the stuff that Rihanna's been involved in that would not be uh, suitable for families. Yeah. She comes out, right? The very yeah. first thing she does on the big stage is grab for her crotch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going, what are you doing here? I mean, can we keep this a little cleaner? Oh, what are they doing with all the oh, gesture on, man. and That's, stuff? She's, she's
4: the goat, man. I uh, I I, go.
5: Yeah, I love uh. the last song, but I, the rest oh. of it, meh, meh nope. to me. I'm a huge Rihanna fan, and I it was it was an okay. I mean, was, meh. there was yeah. But but Jerry,
0: Jerry, this guy Goodell, <laughs> if you think he's ever going to tell you the truth, you are kidding yourself. He is basically a paid parrot at sixty-four million. Oh. Well, listen.
4: The, the worst thing that happened to NFL fans was him being able to double the TV contract. Because, to <laughs> yeah. oh, the extent there were any owners left that cared about the integrity of the game, no. that's gone. No.
0: Jerry, and you know, me, listen,
4: it's money. Whether it's the all call money. was good, whether the call was good or not on the hold, you know, all you have to do is go back to the AFC Championship game. month that set up the winning score. There was such a flagrant push in the back on a guy who was about to tackle the punt returner. Yep. So that game goes to overtime. And then even on Mahomes' scramble where he got the extra 15, there was another absurd hold. But Absolutely. I don't really want to yeah. talk about that.
0: Jerry, I got you, and I appreciate your call. I just understand, on the, on the holding call, it was awful for two reasons. Reason number one, there was more contact involving Bradbury earlier in the game, and there was no call. Yeah. Once they did that, they have signaled to Bradbury that what he was doing was not a violation. And then later in the game, with the entire game on the line, suddenly it was a violation. That's wrong. And here's the second reason. In the entire football game, 60 minutes, mm-hmm. there was one holding call made. And that was it. Yeah, that's incredible, And you can't man. suddenly do that in the most important play of the game. Those are reasons why it was a ludicrous decision to throw that flag. On the line with us, Al, speaking of ludicrous, is Ralph from Yonkers. What do you want, Ralph? This is not a good day. Happy Monday morning. What do you want, Ralph? Make it quick. I have very little tolerance for you today.
4: I bring a message, especially for you from the NFL office. I, I think Paul McCartney wrote it. He was there last night. It says, we're so sorry, Uncle Angelo.
0: We're so sorry if we caused you any pain. You get the idea. All right, Ralph. Thanks, Ralph. <laughs> Ralph, uh, do you have anything else? Because that wasn't terrible, Ralph. I can't kill you for that one. That was pretty decent. What else you got? Feel, anything yeah, else?
4: Couldn't happen to a sweeter bunch of fans.
0: All right, get out. That's enough. <laughs> the I, I went. Too I far. was surprised right.
4: that they were underwhelming. Uh, Eagles fans compared to
0: the red Kansas City, unless it just stood out. No, they said there were more Eagle fans than Kansas City fans. Man, you do not tell in that stand, When they get just, that stupid chant. I know, that's the I thing. That. That be allowed to start, how though. is that thing allowed? I don't, I don't know. know. That is a, that is, a, that I, I is not no good idea. for the Native Americans. That's no a horrible Come on. <laughs> Will's up from the Northeast. Hi, Will. Hey, Edge, how you doing, brother? If I would do it any worse, I'd be six feet under. That can be arranged. <laughs> and, I'll, and, and I'll I'll
10: be joining you. <laughs> but, oh. you know, Edge, before I get started, man, I just wanna thank you, man. You know, um you're one of a kind of voice. You're 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 a straight to the point type of guy, man. I, I love your show. You know, I'm a I'm a big fan of Joe, James and John, but you know, they're your successors, man, they speak so highly of you, man, and um I I just wanted to thank you, brother.
0: Well thank you. Well, I, I wish I could go out on a better note than this, but uh, I guess uh, Mahomes and Reed had other ideas. Uh, are you yeah. angry? Who are you angry at? That well, hey, listen, you know, I'm
10: I'm angry at kind of like both the offense, not as far as the plan wise but as far as the strategy.
5: All right, uh, what the about offense, the
0: defense,
10: the defense. Come on, man! Like everybody saw it, like. I thought he was working with Andy over there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that was, like, terrible. The defense didn't have no type of coverage, no type of blitzes, nothing. I mean, like, they just, like, it seemed like every time we scored, they would go down and score within, like, the next five, ten minutes, I mean, five minutes or so. Yeah. You know, off a couple of drives. But um, one thing that I think happened also with us, we was – one of the callers said it right before I could get on um, as far as the clock control, right? Um, I believe that was a part of the strategy, and I guess toward the end it, it backfired on us because I believe if we have just went, you know, blow for blow with these guys, we could have pulled it out, and we would have had more time on the clock.
0: All right, well, I, I, I'm not positive I agree with that. It, it seemed to me there was some miscommunication going on because I did see Sirianni lose it at one point and scream at one of his assistants. But uh, now it gets fun, all right, Al? Because, see, we can yell and scream all the time about mm-hmm. defenses and what's that going to do. No, but then not. Seth Joyner yes. gets here. Mm-hmm. And when Seth, if Seth Joyner doesn't take Jonathan Gannon out to the woodshed <laughs> in the next few minutes on this show, he's not – oh, I hope he is. Al, he can't. read uh. him. He uh, he's got to take this. He's not giving you any indication. He, of I don't. Which way I he's can't going. be sure with Joiner. But if Joiner doesn't put give money me money
5: on it, okay. Are oh, you will? <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I hope so. He, he has integrity. Al. He'll oh, hey. two one five. He'll
4: make Barkhan look like a kitten.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Barkhan used the B S word in case you just tuned <laughs> in. I I think he's in trouble.